Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your leanest and healthiest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. My name is Maxim Sigoin. I am a former triathlete, bodybuilder, and powerlifter. I have been vegan for nine years and have coached over 300 vegans to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you today to listen to this episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We're really excited to record with her today. We have Tish, member of the Fit Vegan Tribe. Tish, how are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you. It's yes. long overdue. I've been wanting to, to get you on the podcast for a while, so I'm super excited we made it happen. No, this is great. I'm, uh, I'm happy, to, happy to share my experiences and my thoughts. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, you've had quite a journey. You're, when, when people come to us, they're like, I don't have time to work out because I'm super busy. I just share you as an example. <laughs> because you have a really busy <laughs> schedule and you travel a lot and the kids, yep. there's always a lot going on. And so just for the people listening, so they have an idea, right? You're down mm-hmm. 20 pounds that, that you've lost from like your 160, like 139 point something. I always like to let the guests and let you basically share a little bit of your story, what you do for work, a little bit of your background. So people have a better understanding of like where you're at before you got started and like the amount of busyness that you have in your life. I think we'll just like squash anyone that's like, I don't have time to do this. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I've always been an athletic individual, even as a kid, just playing soccer and tennis and all that kind of stuff. And one day I decided to get into running. So done a bunch of marathons. I've done a bunch of half marathons and always felt great doing it. But that was maybe about 25 years ago. And I'm not 25 anymore. Uh, and you fast forward to today, I started getting into half Ironmans and triathlons a few years ago, just basically for the challenge, but also to get to know people. And it was great while I was training, but when I wasn't training and just after I'd had my son about seven years ago, I noticed that my body just wasn't as alive as it could be or that it was before. Mm-hmm. Perhaps age, I was late in life having kids. I have really demanding jobs but I didn't think anything of it. And so I kept working out like I was working out with the tri club. I had a, another nutrition coach and that was helping, but it wasn't helping enough. And I was always very, very tired, really lethargic. And when you think about it, you know, one kid, a demanding job, doing a whole bunch of training, maybe not being smart about doing the whole bunch of training really got even worse. And so I saw a naturopath and they said, you know, your cortisol levels are shot through the roof and, you know, this is wrong and that is wrong. And then I had my second child who's now four and everything just happened to start to go downhill from there. Um, I put on a bunch of weight. I couldn't get it off no matter what I did, you know, working out seven days a week with the tri club, but also doing CrossFit at the same time having a busy job, I would ride my bike to and from work every day and nothing was working at all. Nothing was working. And I'd like to think that I'm somebody that generally eats good food. Um, And at the time I was eating meat and vegetable or meat and vegetables and potatoes and having the wholesome balance. And then you and I ran in together and I found an advertisement that you'd posted and we started to talk. And I had the same excuse. I don't have time. 
I have two kids. I have two dogs. I have a high maintenance husband and I just don't have time to do this. And so I, I decided to put that excuse aside because you made some really good points after the second time we chatted and I gave it a shot. And I think what, over the course of 18 months, the first six months, I think were the biggest struggle I've had in general, not only just getting used to the food, but having legitimate accountability from not only yourself as my coach, but also the others in the tribe. Um, if I had a bad day, I always knew that everybody could sort of pick me up and help out. If somebody was feeling embarrassed, like I, I have been in the past ordering vegan food, if you're at a business meeting, you know, some great insight into to things like that. And I think, I think over the course of doing, you know, the Fit Vegan Tribe, it really made me realize that no, I wasn't eating appropriately. And yes, my body does need to recover. And it's made a huge difference. Just even in the way I look, if I have to go and out and buy something like a sandwich from a, a shopping, like a grocery store, if I'm away on business, uh, I, I travel for business at least twice a month to a different province. And I'm there for at least four days, if not five. I tend to work late at night and I tend to over-exercise because for me, it's an anxiety thing and it helps calm me down. But with with the Fit Vegan Tribe, I've, I've learned a lot more about balance. Um, I've become a lot more grounded, a lot more patient with my kids. And then, of course, there's still things I'm working out like the sleep thing and, and stuff, but that comes with time. But I feel like the foundation of the food and the foundation of the workouts that were set up for me over the course of that 18 months has, has, has basically been ingrained in my head. And I think it's what, less than a month since I haven't been with the tribe mm -hmm. and I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> I, I, I printed out all of my workouts and I, I, I do those because I'm so heavily reliant on them and I know that they are focused for me. And I, and I look at the various recipes from, from all of the, the meal plans every week. And I do my meal prep as per usual. And it's, it's written in stone in my head. And it's, it's been a pretty up and down experience, but at the same time, it's been 100% rewarding. So, I mean, I'm, I'm 43 and I don't feel like it. I don't personally think I look like it, but you know, you know still, still having, you know, I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old and, you know, the two dogs and my husband and, it's not that hard to be selfish for myself now. It's a lot easier. Uh, it's a lot easier that I know I have the foundation and structure that you guys taught me. And it's, it's easier to make time and find time because it's so simple to sit down and watch garbage TV for an hour when you can, hey, I've got a workout to do today. Mm -hmm. Why haven't you done it? Or what can you do now to, to, to do it? Because Somebody always said to me, you can't make up any workouts that you missed. So move on. Don't try and make it up. Just keep going on the path that you're going. And it's the same from, from you and, and Sarah and Nicole. It's Tish, just do what you can every single day, just one step in front of the other. And it's, it's made a, it's made a massive difference. Like it, it really has. And now my husband's tr starting to eat more vegan like as well. And I mean, I, I do, f I do food prep and he will come and take my meals that are for like three days down the road. Um, and then I have to end up recooking. But for me, if there's an extension of, of good, healthy eating and good, wholesome eating for him, I'll, I'm happy to remake, I'm happy to remake the food. 
because I, I want to pass on that, that knowledge and that experience, even if it's not mindful to him what he's eating. If he likes it, then he doesn't need to know what's in it. And that's, yeah. that's fine with me. So yeah, that's, that's basically me in a, in a nutshell up until now. So yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. Your, your journey was very, there was a lot of like stressful and you're like, again, really busy. And I remember your first six months, like your weight was stagnant. Like your body would just not want to lose. We would change your nutrition, would change your training. You were doing everything right. And your body was just sticking to it. And remember what I told you? Like, just keep, just keep going. Just trust the process. Just keep pushing. And eventually it just started melting. Eventually just, boom, just started melting off of you. And that's when you dropped the majority of your weight. It's from like after pushing that wall for so long. Yeah, I think one of the things, and and yeah, I mean, I remember a number of times having conversations with you, just crying because it was like, what's going on? It's not working for me. Maybe I'm too old, but it wasn't. It was just, and I'm not a patient person. I don't generally tend to be a patient person, but I had to be patient with this. And I had to make other changes that I knew were going to complement the changes that you were bringing to me. One of them was cutting out alcohol. And I never drank a lot really to begin with, but I think once that fogginess got out of my head from, 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 from having that as an additional sort of calorie that you don't necessarily always count. It's amazing how, how you can hide calories and not be conscious of it. Oh, yeah. I'll just have this extra cookie or, Oh, I'll just have this small glass of red wine. It adds up. Yeah. And then when you start recognizing that it adds up, then it's like, well, of course, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing what, what I'm being asked to do. Like I'm, I'm being asked to follow this food plan and follow this workout plan and have faith. And then once that sort of ticked in my mind, I was like, I get it. I'm being accountable, but you know, there's a step above that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's responsibility and being accountable. And it made, it made a huge difference. And yeah, I mean, I think what in two months I lost, I lost a lot. Cause I remember going from like 155 down to like 145 in like a really short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and I understand that that was the harder challenge. You're probably, there's a few people that kind of went through a similar thing where the weight is just stagnant. And sometimes the body is a bit more resistance to change because of, of stress and other like variables that come into our life. But the fact that you're able to stay consistent and trust the process is huge because a lot of people would have given up. Right. So I really want to applaud you for that because I know that if you kept going, like your body eventually would just be like, okay, she's persistent. Like we're just going to drop the weight. Um, and then when it happened, I was like, oh yes, we, we <laughs> broke through the wall. Like I knew it was coming. It was like, well, we finally did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was like night and day. It was totally like night and day. And I didn't realize it, how much of a physical change it, it had made on me until yeah, somebody looked great. at me and I hadn't seen them for a while. And they were like, wow, Tish, you look great. Like you've lost a lot of weight. And I was like, oh, thanks. Even though I knew I felt it and I knew that that's what had happened, it didn't really dawn on me. You know, you take your measurements every week and you weigh yourself every week. And sure, you start seeing the the, the change. But when somebody and multiple people came up to me saying, wow, you look awesome. Like, what have you done during COVID losing all that weight, but I've put on 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I went vegan and I, you know, did this, this course with Fit Vegan Tribe and, and it's, it's accountability. And, and I go through the explanation and, and people would just be dumbfounded by how much of a change they just saw in me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 
the, 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 the proof is there. And it, I, I felt a lot better too. I felt a lot more clear. I felt a lot more energy, a lot more happy as well. Um, and maybe mood has something to do with it or not, but definitely, definitely sleep has a lot to do with that, which I struggled with. So it, it really just all came together. Yeah. And I actually want to talk about like your, your transition because you weren't vegan before and then you went vegan to be in the program. And there's a common belief that when people go vegan for the first time, that they're just going to drop a bunch of weight. Right. And you went vegan and you, and you stayed stable for six months until then things started to drop because people like you can eat healthy, but if it's not within the right structure and the right quantities, like your body's yeah. not going to shift. And so how was that transition for you going from eat eating to going vegan to not having your weight drop for six months? It was hard. I mean, because I'd worked with other trainers before who gave me the macros. They said, eat this much in protein, eat this much in fat. And, and it was all calculated for me. But for me, I, I, it, nothing had worked. And I, I was honestly of the opinion that, okay, I want to start feeding my body with clean energy and mm -hmm. clean nutrients. I didn't know how that would look in terms of a macro, sort of how much protein, carb, or, or anything, or sugar, like whatever. And that's where when you gave those adjustments to me, it was really hard to adjust to it. To different foods that I'd never eaten before, yeah. different tastes that I'd never eaten before. I remember saying to somebody on a call one day on one of our fit vegan calls, Hey, does anybody find this texture and whatever it was weird? And everybody put their hand up and I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm not alone. <laughs> and it took a lot of getting used to, and it, it was incredibly frustrating because I was eating all this clean food, everything I was cooking for myself. If I had to go away, I was taking my food with me. And nothing happened. And I don't know. It the mentality of, of of that is something that's a switch that's a personal level. And as soon as somebody can switch their thought process and the thoughts that go through their mind on a daily basis, whether you're being successful or you're not, is is a huge help. And I think yeah. once I started to see that that change, it was okay, this is working now. I'm I'm not having a negative talk. Sure, I have negative thoughts, but I'm I'm justifying them and I'm putting them behind me and I'm continuing to do what I do and, and I can reach out to the tribe when I when I need some help or if I'm not having a good day. And it the the program was always there no matter what. And I don't miss meat. I honestly don't. I like my husband and my kids and my mom eat meat and that's fine. I even cooked a roast for them the other night had no desire in any way, shape or form to even have anything to do with it other than just cooking it and serving it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have anything. I didn't have any obviously from it. And I just ate my, my food, my vegetables and some potatoes. And I, and I was great. I felt awesome. And yeah, that's, and you know, one of the things for when you transition to eating vegan, how, how obviously the weight was stagnant and like, one of the big reasons was, you know, we, what we did with you is like, we're trying to work with your body, not against your body. But a lot of people, they'll just pound macros into like, we're going to hit those macros, but like the quality of the food's not there. And that's why with the recipes we gave you, we wanted to make sure you got all the vitamins and nutrients that like your body actually needed to thrive. And so that's why I'm happy that we were able to work with your body. But in terms of how your body, how your energy shifted, how, how was digestion? Was there any noticeable shift that you noticed? outside of weight from when you went vegan for those well since the past 18 months i honestly feel like a, a fog has been lifted off of my head i kind of felt oh. like i was always in a fishbowl or a bubble of 
hey, you're just doing routine, routine, routine. And sure, I was riding my bike to and from work every day and I was working out at CrossFit and I was going to the gym and I was doing all the normal things that I did. And I just was in a fog. I was in a complete fog and it was stressful with work and stressful with family. And then I think making the meals easy with the the, the food lists that you give us and the mm-hmm. fact that the meals are quick to make, which was a big thing for me. And I think that was one of the major conversations you and I had was I said, I can't be you know, in the kitchen for five hours a night cooking up some amazing vegan meal mm-hmm. for just me. Like I, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't have time to do that, but I want to commit to what you're giving me. So being able to have that really sensible structure and the, the grocery list was so helpful because everything was at my fingertips. Like I didn't even have to think, oh, do I need to buy anything from the grocery store before I get home? Cause it was, it was always there. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd even give the list to my husband and I'd say, okay, you're going grocery shopping, get all of this. And he's like, whoa, that's a lot of food. I'm like, actually, it's not. And it really, it, it, our fridge was always packed with stuff, just kids and everything. And now it's not even anywhere near as packed as it was. Mm-hmm. But I know what's in there is whole foods and wholesome foods and nutritious foods. And it's it's giving me more energy. And it's it's I, I feel happier as a person and out of that fog where I was before. And, you know, some, some days nobody's perfect. Some days I still have that, but I recognize what the, what the Delta is that has changed on those days, whether it's lack of sleep or whether it's, I was up a lot of the night with the kids or I was up late working. I recognize the, the small default that I have on days like that. And I'm, I'm able to quickly reset and focus back to, to, to where I was and where I am, because that's the place that I know I feel the best in mentally, physically, emotionally. Like I'm just feeling like I have a better ability to to make good decisions for what I'm doing in life. And that's interesting you bring that up because that's such a, a huge shift from when you started. Right? The ability to just be like, all right, this happened. Let me just like, basically what I say all the time, like win the next meal, right? Was it like that when you started? And how was like that transition? No, it wasn't like that when I started at all. It was, it was damn hard. Like it was really hard to transition. <laughs> With, with everything. And I mean, you know, as you know, my father was really sick at that time and, and nobody, n- nobody wants to see a parent suffer. And so having to deal with massive stressors such as that, that situation and the situation of work and my, my body not responding to what I thought was going to be, you know, a good solid start off. It was, oh my gosh, it was so frustrating. And I, I remember just, wanting to give up so many times. And I think it was just one day after the other and it just started to make sense. It literally just started to make sense. And yeah. now I, I don't go back. I don't, I don't, I don't, obviously I cook meat for my family, but I have no desire for it. I have no, I don't crave any meat anymore. Whereas at the beginning it was night and day because you go from eating meat to not eating meat. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, I just like, I love the smell of a hamburger. Yeah. And I, I needed to have one. And now it's like, yeah, not really a pleasant smell for me. I'll cook it, but it's for somebody else. And if the kids don't eat it, then I can give it to the dogs. Like it's not, whereas before that, I would have probably eaten the my kids' leftovers of their hamburger, or their hot dog, or whatever they used to eat. And it just honestly switched one day. And I think it, it I, I, I can't pinpoint when it was, 
I, I honestly can't pinpoint when it was, but I feel like when I decided to really, really commit, because I was committing, but I think I was fooling myself to a certain degree in the first couple of months because I was like, oh, this is just going to happen. When I came to the realization that, no, you, you know, this is just as much training as, a, as an Ironman is. Like you have to do this. It, your entire core has to do this. It was just a realization that, hey, I've never half-assed anything before. Why am I half-assing this? Yeah. Maybe that's a A-type personality response. Maybe that's, I've done enough races in my life that you know you have to make a full-time commitment to doing them. It, it just, it, the light switch just went off and it started to work. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had so much energy at CrossFit in the entire seven years I've done it. And I've, I've, and I love CrossFit. I enjoy the challenge of it. And I mean, the, the results I'm just seeing from that in terms of a perspective is, is amazing. And it's been complemented by everything that you've put in place for me. Cause you knew, you knew exactly what I was trying to achieve. So when you set up my plan, you knew exactly the movements to do and exactly the plan that you knew and felt would be most responsive to my age, my gender, my body, my circumstances. And it made it easy. Like I remember sending you photographs being in the gym at the hotel working out. And I may yeah. not have had a 50 pound weight to, to do whatever, but I had a 25 pound medicine ball there. So I just used what I had. Even if you don't have what you, I remember picking up a power tool once, I think when I was at my parents' place. Yeah. And I didn't, I had no weights, no bands, no weights, no nothing. And I'm like, okay, I have to do a kettlebell swing. What am I going to use? And I remember sending a picture of a piece of equipment, like a DeWalt something. And I was using it as a kettlebell. I'm like, hey, you use what you got. Like, you know, if you have yeah. to deadlift your dog, then deadlift your dog, but figure it out. Like you can do this. If you want it that badly, you can do this. So it, it just, it just clicked and it became such an important part of my life and such an important part of my, my daily routine. And I mean, I, I miss everybody in, in the fit vegan tribe, but I mean, we still keep in touch and I still talk to people. And if, if anybody, I don't know, if I had an opportunity to do it 10 years ago, I would have done it 10 years ago. If yeah. I'd known it was going to make this much of a difference mentally, physically, and emotionally, I would have done it a hell of a lot sooner. Cause yeah. it's just, it just made a huge difference. I wasn't as busy when I was younger. I didn't have kids. I didn't have the husband or anything. And it would have been such an easier, not an easier. It would have been a, a better time to put these kinds of things into place where you have more time yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, well, there's so much I want to say to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they say like the best time that you start is when you started. It was yeah. perfect the way that it did. I think life brought you to this moment where we had this conversation and I said the things that I said and they connected at that time for a specific reason of like, oh shit, I need to do this now. Right? I believe 10 years ago, I don't think it would have been as much urgency for you to do it. So I think that's what created a big shift. And honestly, what made you mentally resilient enough to stick through those first six months? Because I told you this too, like training nutrition is just a symptom of mindset, right? It's easy. It's easy to do. You know what to eat. You can put food in your mouth. You can chew food. You can lift weights. But I'll get you to stick with it. And so when yeah. you talk about that moment where it's like that, that flip switched for you, I was like, that's it. Like once that flips, it's game over. And that's like, you're going to a hotel and using a medicine ball. You're going to your parents using like a, a saw, you know, like a drill for, for your kettlebell, you know, 
Like yeah. once that switches, everything else becomes so much easier because then you're committed to it. That's like what commitment looks like. Yeah. And I mean, I felt that I was, you know, you, you would mark out what workout to do each day and, and I would have a rest day. But if I didn't have the equipment that I needed, I would take a, a cardio day or an, an interval, a day that I had to do an interval training. And I would put that on the day that I didn't have anything with me. And I would go for a tempo run for 30 or 45 minutes. So I was still fulfilling that commitment, but I just switched it around. So there was never an excuse to not do something. Yeah. And that's why you succeeded. Like ultimately, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we, we go through a lot of people in the program and the, like there's similar mindsets that come out. There's certain habits that stick out and the people that will move the workouts around just to make it work or that will use a saw for the workout. Like are those are the people that are committed. So I'm, I'm curious to ask you, you know, obviously, like we talked about that transition was a little bit harder when you came in, coming from already being super busy, traveling for work, CrossFit, Ironman training, then coming into the program, changing workout style, changing nutrition style, and then obviously some mindset things that came up were maybe challenging some belief systems that we had or some, you know, what were things that allowed you to get quick wins when you first got started? You know what? Working out, as I said, has always been pretty easy for me to do. I've always needed that from a perspective of calmness and taking away my anxiety. But one of the quickest wins I honestly had was the tribe members. I know that sounds ridiculous, but anytime I jumped on a call, uh, a video call, or we had a, a phone chat or anything like that, this the amount of support that was there was just incredible. And even though I wasn't losing weight and I was hearing Ryan and everybody else losing weight. Mm -hmm. They were losing a ton of weight. And I was just like, well, I'm still stuck here. Like, thanks guys. You know, and what I'm, what I didn't appreciate at that very moment sometimes was how important the people are in the support system is that you have within the tribe. Mm -hmm. I mean, my husband's always been like a great, like, yay, go kind of person yeah. <laughs> comes out to watch me race and stuff. Doesn't really get it. But it was a different kind of enthusiasm that people would 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 take on this. And it was just, for me, that was a, a quick win right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I remember us having video calls where people were making, you know, funny statements about things and, and how their body looked after they dropped like 10 or 15 pounds. And I'm like, well, guys, I can't relate to that. And they're like, well, Tish, you know, it's coming. And it was just such a fluid conversation. And for yeah. me, even though I was struggling so hard, having those weekly video calls made my day. I could have been in the worst of moods. I remember sitting on a video call a couple of days after my dad passed away. And I just, I felt so energized and so lifted up. And I think even to this day, I'm, I miss those discussions and I miss those conversations because that was so powerful for me. It didn't need to be the working out. It didn't need to be the nutrition, but knowing that I had people I could talk to lifted mm -hmm. me up and took me out of that. Oh, I'm not good enough to do this, or I'm too old to do this, or I don't have time to do this because everybody had an excuse, but an excuse isn't good enough. And it would just, everybody just would jumpstart each other. And by the end of the call, you'd be laughing your butt off going, yeah, okay, I, I get it now. <laughs> So yeah. that, that was a flip that switched for me a lot was, was having the people around. Yeah. Which is something that people tend to not think would make a difference when they first come in. Right. They're like, just give me the workout and meal plan. 
I'll go do it on my own. And then when you do have those moments, like you shared earlier, you were so like when the first six months when everything was happening and you were really stressed, like that's when people usually pull back, right? That's when people usually are like, well, I'm just going to like not stick to the program. I'm just going to take a step back from everything because there's so much going on. But actually having that structure and accountability during that time, like is what ultimately helped you continue and progress forward, right? Is what kept you, if I may say sane, like when, you're, yeah. when your dad passed away and you jumped on the group calls, like having that structure and accountability there is what made a huge difference in keeping you going. It, it totally did. It t- I could be having the worst day ever. And I would jump on those calls. And the, I remember being shy to jump on those calls because I'm not somebody who's, you know, super in the spotlight. And I sort of like to give credit to others rather than take it myself. But I remember being super shy and not having my camera on. And, but as the conversations got better and... I, you know, I, Nicole was on a lot of those calls with me mm-hmm. at the time. And I remember, I know, and she, now she's a coach and I'm like, this is awesome. Now I choose the time to graduate from the fit vegan tribe when I like, okay, I'm going to have to go back now because Nicole's a coach, but you know, just some of the jokes and some of the, the thought processes that people were having and the responses to people who were having really crappy days was just so enlightening. It really was. The, the power of talk and the power of group support for me was just huge in that regard. And yeah. I, no word of a lie, I would walk out of there mentally 10 pounds lighter, just being like, okay, I got to stick with this. If they're doing it. I got to do it. That makes me really happy to hear that. Um, <laughs> we we now have five group calls per week. We have one every day now. Do you? Because, nice. Yeah, because they were so powerful. So we added some more. So I'm like, Obviously, it was a, a wild journey, and I really enjoyed seeing your progression as we moved along. As much as we went through hard times together around when your father passed away as well, and you know, we you stuck with it, you kept showing up no matter how hard it was. And so, I'm curious, out of that whole 18 months, like, what's the thing that you've learned that's that's been the most valuable to you that you know that you're going to keep? I remember you telling me once, you know. Worst the effect of this, Tish, I've, I've set up a fitness plan for you, for you to follow. And I know that you require fitness for anxiety. And I know you always want to be working out in the gym. But why are you doing so much more than you have to? And because I mean, what I'd like cycle and then I do your workout and then I go for like a 5k run and then I, you know, do CrossFit. And you were like, what you were like, what are you doing? You're exhausted. You're exhausting your body. You're, you're, you're not doing what the program is asking you to do. You're doing more than you need to. And I think what stuck out with me the most now is that I'm now able and I'm now allowing myself to take a rest day, which probably makes you feel really happy. (laughs) We had a lot of conversations about that. (laughs) The number number of calls I had, I remember being on a treadmill in Edmonton one night and you're like, Tish, you got to stop doing these extra freaking workouts. Like it's not helping. And I think that was the thing is that I've become a little bit more kind to myself and a little bit more gentle with respect to my capabilities and noticing my energy level is where it is. And do your workout, whether you're tired, whether you're hungry or whatever, but you do your workout and you walk out of there feeling like a million bucks. And it's like, yeah, I've just had the shittiest day. And I just worked out for an hour and a bit 
and and I did my 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 routine for the day, and it's like, yeah, awesome. Like I I bumped up X exercise by 15 pounds. Who would have thought? Like I was still pretty fit before I joined the tribe, but it, those kind of mile markers for me were were huge. And I'm giving myself a bit more permission now to be fluid with how life goes to a certain extent, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I'm you know I graduated from the Fit Vegan Tribe and. I won't lie. I've been feeling a little bit lost since I left, but you know, I, I'm, I'm having, I'm having my, my, my exercises in one binder and my, my meal recipes in another binder. And I know that those are what keep me accountable to everything that you guys all taught me in the tribe. Just show up for your workout. You know, what kind of workout you're supposed to do today. You did legs yesterday. You're supposed to do arms today, or you're supposed to have a cardio day today or whatever. And so to give myself a little bit more permission to not go as hard, whereas before I was like, okay, I got to work out. I got to work out. I got to work out like crazy. Have to always be in the gym 24 seven. Now it's like, it's not, I don't need that anymore. It's smart, sensible training and programming that I know was specifically for me. And I can be 85 years old and I may not be as strong at 85, but I know that those workouts Uh, and what's that? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I know that those workouts and I know that the the meal plans that you set up for me are a, a solid foundation of where to start and, and where to continue to go until I want to make a change. Yeah. I appreciate so that, sharing that. I know the uh, the feeling lost a little bit after the program is a common feeling for everyone. And how I try to I'll use, I'll explain what the metaphor is. No, I love metaphors, right? <laughs> like basically when you guys come in, you're like a little bird in the nest, right? And I'm just trying to feed you guys and basically teach you as much as possible. But eventually like, I just have to like, you guys just have to jump from the nest. Like you can practice to fly as much as you want, but until you're actually trying to fly, you can't, you won't, you'll never know. And so we're trying to give you all the knowledge and education as much as possible with nutrition, with training, with mindsets, with group calls, through all of it. So that when you're on your own, you have a solid enough of a base, which obviously you want to teach as much as possible, but solid enough of a base that you can kind of continue to figure it out on your own as you progress, because this makes it a lifestyle, right? You've been at this for a long time when it comes to fitness. So that part's already a lifestyle, but now it's like, oh, the nutrition is different. The mindset aspect is different. How you approach fitness is different, right? Like talking about a bit more self-love, taking some time off, allowing yourself to have some rest days. Like that part is all new, but why I'm confident in that you're fine is because you just told me everything that we taught you during the program. So I know that <laughs> you know now, and that now it's just about continuing to implement it. Right. And it like, it's going to change in like a year from now, it'd be completely different how you deal with things, but at least you have the base knowledge of how to navigate those situations. And in that I'm super confident because you just laid it all out to me. Basically everything that I wanted you to know, you just laid it all out to me in this podcast. Well, I'm glad I listened well. <laughs> no, no, it's, you know, it's because I mean, I remember, I remember having a discussion with you once you were in Whistler and you and I had a quick touch base. And I, I remember saying, I'm like, I'm done. I don't think I'm meant to be in this program. And I remember just feeling like super disappointed in myself. And I'm like, God, I've like worked out and raced all these years. And now I've just got like a, a mom body. And it's like, Hey, like really? And it's not even, it's not even about the body or anything like that. But I just felt like after doing all these races over the years and all this training and being super athletic that I wasn't able to make this work. Yeah. And then, 
I don't know. You just, you just kept pushing me. You, I remember you just kept pushing me and I was like, yeah, I can't, I, I can't quit. Like I can't disappoint like yourself or Ryan or Nicole or anybody. And I was like, I, I, I gotta show up for this. Like, cause I remember when Nicole started her virtual cycling tour around what Iceland or whatever. Yeah. I would see her posting that and I'd be like, damn, she just cycled like 25 kilometers on her stationary bike and I'm tired. Like what? No, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. And it was, I don't know. It's just made a huge difference. And I think I just have to stick with that mentality as I move forward. And as I said, I have been feeling a little bit lost, but that's exactly why I've taken my workouts and I've put them in a binder. Yeah. And it's, it's why I've taken a binder and I've put all of the meal plans that I got into, di- into different segments. So, you know, if I want to change things up a bit, or if I want different recipes, I, I have that at my fingertips. Yeah, you probably have several hundred at this point recipes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, have, I, have a, I have a chunk of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think I kept all of them, but it made a difference. Mm-hmm. It, it made a huge difference. And even now, if I don't have anything in the fridge, I do actually have something in the fridge because I know what to make with what I've got. Yeah. Whereas before I remember saying to you, I'm like, well, what's protein? Like, I guess chickpeas and I guess kidney beans. I'm like, okay, I guess I throw that together and what? Like Eat a cold bean salad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, I'm going to have bean salad for the next four weeks because I don't know what else to make Yeah. because I've never been in this uncomfortable position of eating before. Mm-hmm. And I even remember trying to be vegan or and vegetarian even before I started with you. And I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And to have to have everything set specifically for me was amazing. It ju- you just took the guesswork out of it for me, but you also put the education behind it as well. Like there was a purpose. I was always explained, this is why you're at this calorie level. And this is why you've got this many macros for carbohydrates. And yes, you are going to feel full. Just do your best. And it was just, it was just a slow progression, like learning to ride a bike or, you yeah, know. Yeah. I'm super happy to hear. It makes me genuinely really happy because again, that's the whole point is I want you to have the knowledge to move on without me in the program. And so I'm happy that you took all of that away. That, that makes me really happy because that's the point is then now from now on, you can navigate pretty much any situation that's going to come your way. And on top of that, on top of having an impact on your health, like your family's being impacted by the healthy choices that you made because you chose to stick to it and to learn and go through all of this. Now your family is benefiting from it, right? And other people probably indirectly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, as I said, it's been interesting to see the amount of vegan food my husband does consume. Like when I make it, he just goes and gets something and eats it. And even though he knows there's a purpose behind the fact that that's like, you know, my, my, my meal plan and daily sort of, (laughs) he still goes and takes it. But if I can, if, if I can not knowingly educate him on what something tastes like without meat from an energy perspective or from a wholesome food kind of perspective, I want to be able to do that. And I've done the same with my mom. I'll just like, she doesn't need to get groceries into the house. I just cook with whatever she's got there because I know I know what I'm doing and I know the knowledge Yeah, and I may not be so good at, at knowing what those specific macros are, but at the end of the day, I know enough information that I can understand and know that there's enough carbohydrates in there. There's enough protein in there and there's enough fat in there. Mm-hmm. And when push comes to shove again, you just deal with what you've got and, and go from there. Yeah. That makes me really happy. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And I'm really, I still, I, 
I think you should set up a graduation program or something like a support group afterwards. Like just well, we have the I, I'm working on it because we have the we moved the Fit Vegan Tribe to Facebook and now the Fit Vegan Community Facebook group is on Facebook, obviously. So that's our free group. So in there, but I want to yeah organize one for members that have graduated. So I have to set that up. Um, I think you should do like a whole new app. Just do like a <laughs> Fit Vegan Graduate app. <laughs> and and have like the the basic of your your workouts in there, and people can go in and go, okay, I can I I got to do this one today, and click on that, and then you've got the workout, and I've still got to be accountable to myself because I'm going to take my own pictures for my own visual need <laughs> requirement measurements, and I need those. It's a it's a long term. It's it takes a long time to build an app, <laughs> but it's a long term project. Something I have in mind because there's definitely been a big request for it for after the program, so I I got something coming. And so one question I always like to ask everyone at the end yeah. of the podcast is if you, if there's someone that's listening right now that is in the same boat that you were in before, right? That's again, is eating seemingly healthy food that is being very active, that is super busy with work, that thinks that they don't have the time and that this may not work for them. What would you say to those people? I mean, it would be corny to say that the Hallmark greeting card sort of speech of hang in there, you can do it. But I would say to them, yeah, 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 exactly. I'd say I'd, I, I wouldn't lie. I'm, I'm not a BS person. And I would honestly say to them, like, this is hard. This is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And, you know, parents with little kids or people that are pregnant, like that's damn hard as well, but this is beyond hard. And I would just honestly say to them, lean on the support that you have. And I would share experiences of, of similar situations where I had troubles or challenges. And I would probably share what helped me get through those thought processes or, 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 you know, mind thoughts that just were totally negative. And I would, I think sometimes I, I would honestly like to sort of like walk alongside somebody when they're feeling like that and just have a conversation with them. I, I mean, I've done that with other people from the tribe. Like we've, we've talked outside of the tribe. And because we've both been low at a certain point and it, it, you know, I get it, but it's, it's damn hard and you're going to struggle and you're going to cry and it's not going to be fun. And then you're not going to have an increase in weight or, you know, make a, make a milestone that you, in one of your work has, but, but that's, that's okay. Like you're allowed to do that. And, you know, if you're feeling really down, just hang in there. Like I go back to the hallmark thing again, hang in there, put a note on the on the community tribe site talk to somebody else that that you're linked with on on instagram and you're watching their transformation as well talk about it during the the phone calls the video calls and 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 don't don't be shy to tell people where you're you're sitting at mentally physically emotionally and i'm an extremely private person so when i did start going on those calls as i said i was super nervous and i would just sort of sit there and you know not say anything, but it was the level of conversation was just, and that was right in COVID as well. Cause I just lost my job, I think as well. And I remember James in England. Yeah. James. Oh, James. <laughs> and one of the first calls I was on, James was talking and maybe this isn't appropriate. James was talking about his man boobs and how his man yeah. boobies were going down. And I just burst out laughing. And yeah. in that second, I turned my camera on. And James is like, oh my God, I now know what you look like. And I'm like, well, now I know what you look like. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was such an enlightening 
conversation. And I'm still friends. I still talk to James. Still now. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah, James is awesome. And it it just it just made such such a such a hard feeling task and emotion that you felt like was never going to get knocked down to something as simple as a a laugh about your own joke about your own body and and how this transformation is going and it somebody being so transparent that it's like yeah okay if you can do it I can do it yeah and it just yeah I if I was allowed to come back I would but I know you want me to fly for a bit so. <laughs> well you're always welcome to come back whenever you want no, um, I know and so I just want to say as much as it was hard was it worth it to have 100%. gone through that hundred percent. I mean, I still remember yours and my first call, even before I'd signed up, I was in a Starbucks and I just lost my job and I was like mm -hmm. trying to get a job. And I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I don't have this time. I don't have this money. I don't like, what am I doing? And if I'd known then what I was going to learn to now, I mean, again, it's, it's cheesy, but I, I wouldn't have hesitated as long because mm -hmm. I think it took me a good two months to just sign up. To feel like I had, I justified the reasons why being unemployed and at home and COVID and everything like that, why I needed to do that. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. And, and that's not, that's 100% transparent and, and honest. I, I would do this over and over and over again if I could. I mean, if there was like a lifetime membership that I could pay for, which God knows what that would look like. I would, I would take it because I, I, it's like another family for me. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's, it's like another family. Like I remember speaking to tribe members again, offline and separately, them just crying saying, I, I can't do this and it's not working out. And I got this crappy job or whatever. And, and I remember us just talking through it and just being there for one another. Yeah. I would a hundred percent without a doubt do it. Yeah. It was so, it, this, this experience, and, and as I said, I was counting macros for years with other trainers and doing other like scheduled workouts and stuff, but I had to figure out my own macros, which fine, it takes work, but this is, if this is a value, you can't put a value on, on what you learn in this particular situation. And I know that if I was to ever fall off the wagon or have a few weeks where it's really, really bad. I, I believe from my perspective that I could get, get in touch with you, Sarah, and, oh, Nicole, and be like, Hey guys, I'm really struggling. Like, tell me what I need to do. If I need to rejoin, I'll rejoin, but I am not in the place that I want to be. And I know that there would be support there. Yeah. This is, this is, I don't know. It's a big family. Totally. Totally. And I mean, that's, that's what made the passing of my dad a little bit easier to somewhat swallow was that I knew I had another family, so to speak, mm -hmm. to go to and talk to. And, you know, still in that, it was like, don't give up, Tish. Like, you've got to do this. This is for your mental health. This is to make you feel better. This is so you don't get diabetes and kidney failure like your dad did. And you don't end your life earlier than it's meant to end. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm very grateful that we got to that we met, that we got to work together in that to just to have seen your just your beautiful transformation over the course of like the year and a half, almost a year and a half, yeah, that we were together. Yeah. It's and it went yeah. by so quickly. I know. Like it, <laughs> it really did. I was like, whoa, 
it's been 18 months and now he's asking me to leave. Like, why, why do I have to leave? I don't need, I don't want to leave. I'm not done. <laughs> but no, you're right. You have to fly on your own. You have to do it on your own and, and see how you do. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever you're ready, if you want to come back, you're more than welcome to come back. Well, good. <laughs> That's good I to know. I never kick anyone out. Everyone's always welcome to come <laughs> no, back. If they I have know. another goal that they want to reach, right? Like we we have people that do lean balking after or they go back into a mini cut and depending on what they want to do after. But Tish, I just want to say massive thank you for jumping on the podcast and just for, for being so real and for sharing your story. I love how truthful you were. Sometimes people kind of hold in their their answers and you're just going yeah. for it. I was like, yeah, it's the truth. Like the, the process is hard, right? Like, and just for people listening that are not in the tribe, like it does require effort. Like you have to meal prep, you have to work out. You're not going to want to every day. It will definitely challenge some of your belief systems and how you perceive yourself and how you perceive the world. And you're going to have to confront that because again, it's not a quick fix, right? It was no quick fix for you and for anyone in the program that's listening to this. Like you actually got to confront some shit and be willing to do the work to get the results. And um, so yeah, Tish, I would say massive thank you. And I always like to leave the floor. If there's one last thing that you want to share for the people that are members of the tribe, people that aren't members of the tribe, if there's anything you want to add. I think I've said what I'll, all that I need to say. Yeah, it's not an easy process, but it's worth its weight in gold. And I wouldn't change it for the world. It's, it's something that, as I said, I wish I'd known 10 years ago. And it had such a big impact on who I was as an individual and the strength that it's brought me in many different facets of my life. I would have done it years ago. Beautiful. Well, we'll end on those good words, those beautiful words. <laughs> so just to say to everyone listening, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Um, if you are interested in uh, getting some more information for the program and what Tish went through and how we took care of her training, nutrition, there's a link in the show notes. You guys can just head over there and apply because it is New Year's. So it's really busy right now. So we do have limited spots. Um, we have an amazing, we have myself as a coach, I have Coach Sarah, we have Coach Nicole now. So you're going to be in good hands. So just head over to the link down below. And uh, Tish, thank you very much for jumping on the podcast. You're most welcome. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Seguin and on YouTube at FitVegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.